0: Priority Talk Radio. Greg Davis here with you, and we continue our conversation with Les Bernal. He is the National Director of Stop Predatory Gambling. He is with us for a series of segments uh, that are going to air in various formats, both through our radio program, our audio podcast, Priority Talk Radio, and then also on our Priority Talk Radio uh, Facebook page and other video venues. So, uh, if you're just joining us, and you're jumping into this segment, you're gonna wanna go back and find the others as well. They pretty much stand alone, each one. You can listen to them separately uh, or in order. It really wouldn't matter. Uh, But um, you definitely wanna continue to listen because uh, we are uh, exposing what we believe is a predatory industry. And uh, we're hoping and praying uh, that we can convince enough people in our state uh, not to uh, legalize and bring this into our state. Of course, we do know that gambling happens illegally. Uh, in our state, certainly it does. Uh, people break the law, and uh, they, they break all laws, quite honestly. Uh, but uh, we have talked about earlier in another uh, converse, another part of this uh, conversation that uh, legalizing something has never stopped people from still doing it illegally. That just well, doesn't well, work. It adds to it. It adds to it. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Really, all you do is you move the goalposts for the people who do it illegally. That's you, right. they just, it just changes the game. But right. people that break the law break the law, they don't that's just suddenly right. line right. up to be. Uh, to, uh, yeah. to, to just fall in line and follow all the laws and be squeaky clean, that's yeah. not the way they operate. That's right. So, uh, sports betting, uh, that's something we haven't gotten into. Um, certainly, uh, sports betting is illegal in the state of Alabama uh, from, a, uh, a, a, from a commercialized standpoint. Uh, now, as we said earlier, um, you know, people making bets between themselves or something like that, you know, just personal, okay, that's not really what we're talking about, okay? That, that, I don't think that's very wise to do myself. Okay, that's another issue. That's not good stewardship, but that's another issue. Uh, but when you start getting into commercialized sports betting, uh, then then you're getting into something else. Now, m- many people think of sports betting as uh, betting on the Alabama or Auburn game on Saturday, but, but you know betting on the line of the game, and then, then you place another bet next Friday for next Saturday's game. Uh, and maybe for a long time, maybe that's sort of the way it was. All right, you call your bookie and you get your call. You know, you get it in. Uh, but uh, that is not what sports betting is now, Les. Tell us what it has become. That maybe many people just don't realize how how uh, predatory this has come, especially on young men, and and just how addictive it has been. It has been made to be uh, because of the access. Sure. So so a couple quick points I want to emphasize right out of the gate is it's already
1: you know anyone in Alabama can place a friendly wager with a friend or a coworker already. So I just want to be clear, you can already place a sports bet with each other. What has been illegal in Alabama is you could not run a sports book, okay? You couldn't be the person taking bets because the business as we've talked about throughout this series is inherently, it's a form of consumer financial fraud. It's a a, a, rip-off, that's why it's been illegal, okay? So today in our country we have, and I will say that those who, there's public officials, state legislators of both parties who stand up and say, Hey, people are doing this anyways. We should bring this in. What they're referring to is the March Madness brackets, Super Bowl office pools, that type of stuff. Like, again, that's form of social. That's form of social gambling. People have already been doing that. People aren't doing it. You know, they're not running it as a business. It's on the fringe of of society, right? It's just it's just part. Of, you know, it's not being advertised in the middle of games. So I just want to make sure that's clear right out mm-hmm. of the gate. Mm-hmm. But what's happening today is in our America, we have an epidemic of child and teen gambling in every state that has legalized online sports gambling. And the reason for that is and you if you watch a sporting event in the last 3 years, you know what I'm talking about is almost every other advertisement is a relentless, you know, barrage of advertising luring people in to download these sports gambling apps onto their phones and computers, you know, to go to your local, you know, sometimes even restaurants will have, you know, sports books now. Sure. And, and place bets. And it's not just betting on the on the outcome of a game, it's betting, what's called in-play wagering. So we talked about how addictive electronic gambling machines were. What the gambling industry has tried to do is make the experience of playing online sports gambling or betting on sports, the equivalent of playing a slot machine, meaning that you're betting, instead of betting like on the outcome of a game, you're betting every five seconds. You can bet every play. Yeah, every play of a game, every pitch of a baseball mm-hmm. game, every play of a football game. Is the next play gonna be a run or a pass? Um,
0: more 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 than five yards or less than five yards yes. a- everything
1: like ca- that. anything you can imagine to keep you in constant action and, and through the internet they, get, they have you in constant access. So it's like it's like literally opening a Las Vegas casino right in your kids' bedroom or in your living room or in your workplace, okay and so and they push you they, they constantly are incentivizing you to keep to keep gambling more if you've taken out say you realize you've lost too much, they'll send you hey, here's a hundred dollars worth of free free bets they trying to keep you in constant action because they know if I can keep you gambling, you're gonna you're gonna keep chasing your now, losses. Now, do they
0: really give you a hundred
1: dollars of free bets? Well, they'll give you a hundred dollars, but you have you can't pull that money out. You have to place the bets. A lot of times, uh, yeah. you know, these big uh, ads you'll see on TV. But to get $1, the
0: hundred, do you have to bet five yeah,
1: hundred? So, yeah, it depends on on the gimmick. Okay, on the, yeah. on the, But again, again, this, this commercialized gambling, starting with state lotteries, these guys have been exempt from truth and advertising regulations under the Federal Trade Commission. Uh, unlike any other business, because the Federal Trade Commission has let states regulate gambling. Gambling has been seen as a state issue. And so they left it up to states to decide for themselves. And because states are a partner with the industry and they want the states want the money. the states are making money from this, this industry gets away with business practices that no other industry gets away with, whether it's lotteries, casinos, and now online gambling. Mm-hmm. And so so in terms of how it impacts kids, as you have kids today, you know, as young as eight, nine years old, you know, on playgrounds and school cafeterias who who kids who used to collect baseball cards growing up. Now they're talking about parlay bets, you know, which is a, a way to, to bet on sports. It's, they're talking about, you know, in-play wagering, those types of activities. And so you have kids today walking in with their parents into gamblers anonymous meetings in state after state where this has been happening. And this isn't just like where state lotteries and brick and mortar, brick and mortar casinos, the impact of those, they really impact in terms of the the, the gambling impact really affects low, lower income people generally. Mm-hmm. This is an issue that's now impacting in, in addition to hitting, in, hitting low income families. It's also hitting middle income and upper income families. Okay. If you if you kid watches sports, they're getting hit by this. And one of the things your listeners need to understand is, at the in the big picture, this isn't even about online online sports gambling. The online sports gambling is what gets people to sign up so whether you're a brick-and-mortar casino that operates sports gambling or whether you're an online sports book
0: like DraftKings and all the names some MGM, people know what we're talking about.
1: Caesars so on like
0: you can't watch a sporting event without seeing them yeah I mean the, they're yeah,
1: every, yeah so but those companies at their core and where they make the bulk of their profits it's not on online sports gambling it's on online casino gambling so there's presently six states in America that where they could they could ram through online casino gambling as well. And so what they do is, you know, whether it's brick and mortar casinos or online sports books, sport it's sports gambling brings people in the door. Okay, it gets you to sign up online sportsbooks, it gets you to sign up on the app. But then what the goal is is to legalize, you know, build build a database of gamblers and then cross market you to the online casino piece. Okay, so now instead of you know NFL season is 17 games, right, regular season. But what they really want is you wagering on online slots seven days a week, 24 hours a day, online blackjack, online roulette constantly. And they'll incentivize you to free slots play, you know, to, to cross you over from the sports book onto the online casino piece. So, so people that's what we're playing,
0: casino-style games. Yeah own their mobile device on yeah. their phone just they don't like have online, to go so yeah. they don't have yeah. to go, yeah. to, go yeah. to the brick, yeah. brick and mortar yeah yeah
1: and, and, and so and i usually like in the in the in the, the the state lotteries today just to bring up them for one second they're offering the same type of online casino like mm-hmm. games so that's the future of the industry is to bring it online into your home and it's like playing it's like playing a slot machine but on your phone tablet or computer and so you, you can just sit in your pajamas and literally lose your, your retirement savings, your social security check, your kids' college tuition, your rent money, your mortgage check.
0: Well, I've heard stories of, of young men, in particular young married men, uh, laying in the bed besides the, beside their young wife and basically losing everything they have overnight while their wife sleeps. Yeah. Uh, maybe they got behind on an NFL or an NBA game uh, that night, and so less people need to understand, they start chasing because of their losses. Yeah. And they don't want they don't want to have to tell their wife the next morning I lost thousands of dollars, so then they can even begin to bet on sports on the other side of the world. That's right, in, in, in different time zones. And uh, in, in the, my in, and by sports we're talking sports about sports they've never even heard it, of. It's
1: in by sports it's not that they're following the team. No, it's they're betting on like Belarusian table tennis games in yeah. 3 a.m. Trying okay. to catch
0: up from yeah. what they lost on basketball or football yeah. or baseball yeah. that night. They're
1: betting on squash, you know, you know, from India. You know, squash games like has nothing to do with the sport, and it's just Those, it's about keeping them in constant action. Because because again, we're talking about a known, dangerous and addictive product under the that the American Psychiatric Association has recognized as addictive as as dangerous as opioids, cocaine, and heroin, and that's what they're they're pumping in through the internet in partnership with state government. So Alabama today, like the the evidence from states is damning. Mm-hmm. The idea that anyone would stand up and say, this is good for the people of Alabama, is it's, 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 it's incredibly dishonest, okay, and dangerous what they're doing.
0: Let's tell me, other countries that um, have gotten ahead of us on, on online betting, in particular sports betting, um, they're starting to scale it back, aren't they, because of the, uh, the issues that have come with it, societal issues? They're yeah. scaling it back.
1: Yeah, so a, a country like Great Britain, the U.K., I embraced online gambling like no other country. They were really you know the last 15 years. But now in that country the pendulum is swinging back because so many young people have been harmed because of online gambling. It's it's literally like it's like it's like gambling fentanyl. You know what I mean like like why would you allow your kid to to use gambling fentanyl? And that's what that's what online sports gambling is like, all right? And so here in the in, in today in the UK you know they're dealing with a lot of major issues there. They have Brexit, they've had COVID, all these other stuff. Some, some some we've been dealing with. But a top five issue today in the United Kingdom is gambling reform, because in you know in the words of members of Parliament, they have they just like we about, just like we're having an epidemic now of of child and teen gambling, they've been suffering from an epidemic of child gambling for almost ten years now, mm. and so they have a whole generation now of addicts. Of young people who become addicts to gambling.
0: Now we do say, you know, children become exposed to this and get involved in this. And if you think, well, how can they do that? It's not legal. Look, your kids can get online and figure it all it's out. It's normal. Yeah, they, and, they use and, the parents' and, credit and, and, card. And I was going to say, it'll yeah. show up on your credit card, yeah. and you'll be going, "Oh they, my!" It's,
1: it's so easy. They, they they can create what's called a virtual private network mm-hmm. when they sign in differently. A they, VPN. Use, they, they create an account in their parents' name, use the parents' credit yeah. card. I mean, think how many times parents give their kids credit cards to play video games. Like you can buy. Yeah. A, so, like a lot of parents have no idea. What their kids are doing with this, All, a lot of times they have an older sibling place bets, or, or or a friend's older sibling place bets for them, or they themselves sometimes will be a bookmaker at school. They just they themselves start betting. Kids start doing this themselves. It's unreal. So if you if you know we talk about if you don't you know we we talk to kids about drugs, we talk to them about pornography. The day has come where you need to be talking. If you have grandchildren, kids, nieces and nephews, you need to be talking about your kids about predatory gambling. Just like you talk to them about drugs and pornography and other dangerous and addictive products. Yes,
0: I'm amazed, even here in our state, that uh, how how much sports betting is promoted by legitimate outlets, media outlets. They promote it, even though it's illegal. Yeah. That's all they talk about. Yeah. It's and 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 how you can call this number and go to this yeah. website, and it's illegal in our state. Uh, yeah. That it, I don't know how you can promote something yeah. so heavily uh, to the public and encouraging them to do something that is against the law. Yeah, so we, the reason why Stop Predatory
1: Gambling is the most politically diverse movement in the country. We, we, we pull from the political right and the political left. It's one of the few things that people can agree on that we should reform this as well. And the reason for that is there's in this country, you know, this is America's most neglected major problem. We have this gambling power that exists. It, it's made up of gambling operators, our state government officials and, and federal officials of both political parties, big media companies, okay? They've, they've come together in this, this, this kind of cartel to, to, to promote these dangerous and addictive forms of, of, of gambling to, to profit on the expense of the American people. Okay so you have media companies like ESPN your local sports networks all these guys promoting they're making money from all the advertising and not
0: just those i'm talking our local outlets. Yeah. the lo- it it, local local newspapers in a state where yeah. it's illegal
1: local newspapers are making money from this it's yeah. funding the they, you know newspapers have been suffering so now they have whole sports staff dedicated to talking about sports gambling because the gambling operators well, make so much it's, so, it's, 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 it's very uh,
0: dangerous and if you've got young men in your life in particular uh you know kids teenagers particularly yeah. college age there's the a young adulthood yeah. they're in the bullseye they're after them it's it's uh, marketed as though yeah. you can't it's, even it's enjoy an epidemic
1: the, that's the only way to we was an epidemic of teen and child gambling you in America. can't
0: even enjoy watching sports unless you yeah. bet on it
1: yeah and i mentioned sort of the the, you know, the new york state the number one demographic calling into the Gambling Addiction Hotline today is young adults and teenagers.
0: All right, be because aware, my friends, gambling. sports betting, very dangerous. This is a series of segments, uh, conversations with Les Bernal with the Stop Predatory Gambling. He's the national director. Uh, much of this information at stoppredatorygambling.org All right, let's take a break, and we'll come back with another segment. This is Priority Talk Radio.